Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what the holy? What just happened? <laughs> Wow. That's some square dancing SpongeBob music, right? Was that SpongeBob? Yeah, it was. You said the la- I should pull up SpongeBob laughing, expecting <laughs> laughter, not him playing an old timey piano. We going? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, we All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Oh, my gosh. Welcome to. Oh, sorry. All right. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to How to Be a Texan. We, uh, oh. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> How you guys doing today? Yeah. Cut. Eighty point. Take take five. <laughs> All right, Kyle just had a miniature stroke. Here. Yeah, I think, I think I think Kyle's malfunctioning. Yeah. Take right. six. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to How to Be a Texan. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing great, man. How yeah. are you? Yeah, good, Andrew. I'm doing tired. Oh, well, suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. We're going to do it. We're suck it up. You're this. way younger than both of us. That's combined. right. That's right. We're, uh, we're on maximum energy right now. So, hey, Kevin, today I thought we'd talk about uh, Texas symbols. What do you think about that idea? Symbols. Symbols. Like on a drum kit, symbols. Yeah, you know, kind of like, uh, uh, what was that? Like the, oh, the remember, monkey that's no, 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 playing remember, in the cymbals. Well, the little robotic that, monkey that's guy. A, that's that kind of symbol. No, you remember that Tom Hanks character in the Da Vinci Code that was always this master code breaker on cymbals? Yeah. It's kind of like that. Okay. Except different. We're going to break some code? Well, I wished. I mean, that's actually really interesting. So, <laughs> uh, But we're not going to do that. We're not going to get into cryptology that kind of symbol yeah no not that kind of symbol but uh, texas has a ton of symbols and i I thought we would we would talk through some of those around the the blue bonnet or the state flag or the rodeo or whatever you know and what are what are the symbols and then why are they significant how do they come into being you okay with that? I'm great with that. Yeah, I thought. I think that. it's a great idea. I think it's an okay idea. <laughs> but so, some of it, it's not so great. You're like, why would you have the plant be the prickly pear cactus? Why is that the state plant of Texas? The prickly pear. I have no idea. Exactly. I don't either. It, but, I mean, some of it's kind of obvious. Like, the, the state footwear would be what? Boots. That's right. Cowboy boots. From the cowboy. That's right. Era. But we've we've got a lot of other ones that are not necessarily kind of in law, but others are symbolic of of Texas, like the Lone Star or mm-hmm. the Alamo or things of that nature. When you think of Texas, you think of the symbols being, and that state flag is very iconic, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just thought we'd kind of shoot the bull. About. So I think some of those are just due to the history, right? Yeah, I mean, right. Texas has such a deep and rich history um you know you had the uh the you know the cowboy culture you know so that led to things like you know horses and uh, cowboy hats and cowboy boots you know people associate those things with texas right right um you know the state flag with the lone star on it you know i think the lone star came about because texas was trying to you know gain its independence from mexico right and uh, so I think there's a story well, there, behind that. There, there is. And so I thought instead of just 
boring y'all to tears. We would focus on... Like we generally do? Yes, yes. (laughs) We're going to take a different uh, tactic this week. This is what I'm listening to (laughs) as I go to sleep. (laughs) No, hopefully not quite that. But um, we would just focus on three or four of these. And Kevin's got two or three, and I've got one or two. So, um, and which one do you want to start with? Why don't we start with the Lone Star? The Lone Star itself? Yeah. Okay. Why is the Lone Star... Okay. The symbol of Texas. Well, it's on the flag. It is on the flag. It's cool. Um, uh, I don't know. Why, why do we? Well, I mean, supposedly Texas is nicknamed the Lone Star State. Right. Well, it kind of looks like a star. Yeah. You know, and when you look at the actual topography or geography of the state, it, it looks like a five point star. Think that's why it's called that. Well, I know. I'm just saying that it, to me, when I've drawn them in the sand, I like did a big sand thing in, in Destin last summer, and it looked like the big and it looked like a big star. Yeah, that's not it. No, I mean supposedly it's just uh, nicknamed that because you know they wanted to. It, it signifies the former status as an independent republic. Oh, you know, so there was a time when, you know, the U.S., you know, the United States was kind of shaping up. Texas was part of Mexico for right. a while, right? Right, and then we declared our independence, and we didn't become. You know, some people think, okay, we broke out from Mexico and became part of the United States, but that's not actually what happened. Mm-hmm. So Texas became an independent republic right. for a while, right? And that's where it kind of developed this idea of the Lone Star State, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, it was we were kind of a lone country in between these two, you know, kind of behemoths. You know, you had Mexico that had broken away from Spain, mm-hmm. you had the colonies that had broken away from Britain, and we were kind of, you know going rogue doing our own thing mm-hmm. so that's that's the story behind the lone star well and why it's why how that became the nickname that makes sense yeah that makes sense well i uh, I, I do have just a, sorry Andrew, go sorry ahead. um be sure to uh let people know where the sources are coming from too since this one's a bit more informational oh yeah yeah Okay. That was from wikipedia.org slash wiki slash Texas. All right. All right. <laughs> That's very helpful. It's very For all of you searching at home on your uh, yeah. on yeah. your iPads I, in I've real got, time. I've got another wiki moment here. <laughs> uh, on the on the Texas state flag, um, there is there's something there, and it's talking about the single star as well. The single lone star represents all of Texas and stands for our unity as one for God, state, and country. And so, um, and then later it goes on to say, the lone star um, is in fact a, uh, an older symbol predating the flag, which was used to Texas to symbolize Texan solidarity and in declaring independence from Mexico. So exactly what uh, you just said, and mm-hmm. it was used on even a prior version, the Burnett flag. Um, for an earlier version of what the Texas flag became, which I thought was pretty interesting. Very cool. It's very interesting. Yeah. And then the the blue and the white, the blue stands for loyalty, the white for purity, and red for bravery. So I thought that was cool. So that kind of melds both those symbols together, the Lone Star and how the flag came to be. Yeah. And Texas is known as the friendly state, Uh right? Is there something in the flag that ties back to... To that concept? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> Other than we live it every day, Kevin. So you just think people, you know, we decided that we're the most friendliest people and, uh, yeah. you know, we just call ourselves the friendly state? I think so. Call it Casper the friendly ghost. <laughs> <laughs> is the friendly yeah. state? Well, we have white in the flag. 
So maybe that maybe that's it. I don't I don't know. You're I, you are incorrect. Oh, I don't know. I don't going, know that piece of it. Going back to uh, en. Wikipedia. Org <laughs> slash wiki. Gosh, that is slash such, Texas. Man, that's a great reference. Yeah, uh, got to cite my references here. Uh, the origin of Texas's name is from the word Taisha. Taisha is yeah. that Latin? No. It's a uh, Caddo from the Caddo Indian tribe. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it's spelled T A Y S H A. What does that mean? Tasha. What does that mean in Caddo? It means friends. Oh. So that's that's where the word Texas came from. Like the Michael W. Smith song. <laughs> friends, are friends forever. Well, that is so. No, not, not Texas at all. <laughs> Michael, isn't he Texan? Michael W. Smith. I have no idea. <laughs> he likes Texas. Anyway. <laughs> No, right. so the word Texas comes literally from an Indian word that means friends. So that's why we're known as the friendly oh, state. Oh, well, that's good. All right. Well, I and think we even did an episode on that. We did. Texas Go back are and the friendliest people. Yeah. Unless you mess with Texas, then that's right. Then they're, they're not so Stanford. friendly. Stanford. Yeah, that's right. And we love you, Stanford, <laughs> but you messed. So, and uh, I even I even cited Bill Clements on that one. You remember that? Oh gosh, man, that's Bill Clements back to the way back former, machine, isn't it? Former governor. So that's right. Okay, so we've hit on the the Lone Star, the Texas flag. Now what? What else do you think about when you think of Texas? What do you think people think of when they think of Texas? Barbecue. Barbecue. Rodeos. Rodeos. Rodeos is one. I've got that one. Rodeos. That is the state sport of Texas, right? That's right. That's right. And it goes back to... Uh, kind of how uh, Mexican life, and back on our Mexico uh, episode, we talked about the caballeros and just that way of life with cattle raising and all that. Well, this was a way of this was a sport uh, for the Mexicans, and then it crossed over into all the Texan origins, and so it really is a part of our life. It's a huge part of my family's life with Caroline being. Uh, in state finals and rodeo coming up in Abilene later in a couple of weeks. Shout out to Caroline. Shout out. She's going to crush it. I hope so. I hope so. I know so, she will. But rodeo is a big deal. So it's the state sport. Forget football and all that, even though kind of football is what we do on Friday nights. But rodeo mm-hmm. is our official state uh, sport, which is exciting. Interesting. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, what about the state shell? Do you want to talk about the state shell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. What is it's the state show? It's the lightning whelk, if you ever want to know. The lightning whelk. Yeah, I, I don't know. Isn't There's... the state aquatic creature a sponge? I th- <laughs> No, I don't think so, but I do like sponge. Oh, no, that's terrible. No, that's, that's not that's, that's not, truly that's terrible. Not a Texas thing. The state snack is the tortilla chip and salsa? No, that makes sense. That's fantastic. What do you think the state small mammal is? Uh, I would have to say armadillo. Armadillo. For you non-Texans, I bet you don't even know what an armadillo is. Do you remember that? Uh, well, do you want to describe it? No. It's like a it's like a rat with a... <laughs> a rat with a giant shell. It's a shell that can roll up in a ball. But do you know... Have you ever seen an armadillo run? Yeah. Yeah. It runs... They kind of waddle, don't they? You know what? Uh, an armadillo and a mule deer run the same way. What? No, no kidding. They run with, with, with their front legs and their back legs go the same time. They don't alternate. They don't do a lope like a horse or a dog would. They bounce. 
Literally, they bounce. With, I did not know that. And when you watch a mule deer run, they do the same thing. Because remember, I was chasing them up in uh, Park City. Mm-hmm. And I, I was chasing them up a ski lift one day. And they're running away from me, and they're bouncing all yeah. the way up the mountain. And then I got almost died. Do you remember that uh, back in the 80s, the Lone Star beer commercials? Oh, yeah. Their, their mascot was a giant armadillo. Oh, yeah. Remember, he would like crunch through the truck and take all the beer you remember that <laughs> no yeah that was their whole thing like the giant like, armadillo would like, like you know scary armadillo not scary he just liked i guess he liked the beer so he was just like attack the 18 wheeler and suck all the beer down need me some beer yeah oh yeah no, so that's when i was frightening when i was a teenager and i was playing football a lot i was i just eat everything in sight man i'm sure you did this too you were in uh-huh. sports just not, not, i would eat and eat and eat and not eat. Not armadillos. Not armadillos. No, yeah. I would just eat food like yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, my aunt Nick, she nicknamed me the uh, the Texas armadillo. Well, that's a strong. I could go and destroy every every piece of food in the house before anybody else could <laughs> that, get it. That is strong. So I was named after that uh, that beer commercial. Well, that's good. We're fancy now. I've got kind of a slightly scary version of in my <laughs> mind of what the armadillo is. Hey man, because yeah. right now you see them at night all the time. They're everywhere. Yeah, so. you see them as roadkill a lot too, and they, and they can't see. Do you know that? That they're yeah, basically I've heard that. blind. They're blind. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they just uh, smell you basically and sense you via hearing. Yeah, so pretty amazing. All right, I'm sorry. Back on point. What other things had you researched as far as the really? Well, cool? what about the other mammal? Of oh, Texas. Well, the, well, of course, the longhorn. Yeah, the longhorn. Yeah, that's the that's the big state mammal. So we have a st- small state mammal in the armadillo. We have a large mammal, which is the longhorn. And then did you know we have a flying mammal? <laughs> it's the bat. That's a symbol. Who would make that? I don't have know. You ever seen, uh, have you ever seen the bats at uh, down in Austin? There's a oh, place yeah. where you can go watch it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen that, but I have seen large groups of bats, and it's kind of scary, but cool. It's cool. Yeah. I've yeah never... They come out at night and just, you know demolish yeah. all the insects and stops are you know very what? beneficial you know what i looked at going back to our sustainability episode i looked at getting a bat box and hanging it in uh the trees or around my place and i found out that their guano would kill the uh livestock hmm. do you know that it was Mm-mm. poisonous so you can hang uh it's really just a rectangular box with an open bottom and you can mm-hmm. hang that up 20 30 feet high and it attracts bats to hang up in there and bats are amazing for mosquito mm-hmm. repellents. And so you really want bats around. Oh, yeah. They're very beneficial. Did I ever tell you that time Racket killed a bat at my place? I don't think so. Yeah, so Racket's the neighbor, the other neighbor's dog. Mm-hmm. And um, and Racket used to come over all the time. She's getting old now, but she would come over all the time and just hang out with me. I was working in my back corner just messing around with something, and I hear this, and sure enough, it was Racket getting up under my neighbor's right in Mitch's back little storage house in the back and racket had this bat coming out both sides of her mouth she brought it over to me to show me of course what i have to do i had to put a boot to the bat so that racket didn't get rabid by eating the bat so we got bats there too yeah now they're good unless they give you rabies yeah that's bad other than that they're good yeah that's great that's bad so do you know where the the texas longhorn came from actually no it actually was in the states before texas oh really yeah so it was a this is on um texas state historical association 
Oh, okay. Shout T-S-H-A-Online.org slash handbook slash online. <laughs> You're killing me with your citations, man. You're killing me, dude. Okay. Now, it's, this says it was a hybrid breed resulting from a random mixture of some Spanish uh, stock and an English cattle stock. Oh. And that um, it actually was brought to Texas from the Midwestern states and the Southern states in the 1820s, 1830s. Oh. So they were kind of around. I wonder if they meant to do that. They brought them to Texas, and then I think, um, you know, what this talks about is then, you know, this became, you know, one of the main breeds in Texas that they would kind of drive up to cattle drives and, wow. you know, feed into the beef industry and all that well, kind of stuff. Well, those longhorns, when you see... They would actually take them also to markets in New Orleans and California also. Oh. Yeah. Well, when you Out see when you see one of the bulls that has a seventy inch set of horns, I mean that is fearsome. They're impressive. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. It's awesome. They walk those in over at the Fort Worth stockyard every every rodeo when they bring mm-hmm. them in. They'll bring the Longhorns in, and they'll they'll have cowboys that are rustling them in, in just a big parade, and it's all. And you would think that's the scariest thing ever, but those Longhorns are so chill. We've got a, a bunch of neighbors around us that have longhorns, and they're very low key and mm-hmm. just gentle nature, not mean at all. Even the bulls. Um, anyway, they're impressive. According to this, they almost went extinct in the early 1900s. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll be darned. 1927, Texas longhorns was were saved from probable extinction by Wilsey Barnes and some other Forest Service men. They collected a small herd of breeding stock in South Texas. Huh. And uh, put them on a wildlife refuge in Oklahoma and kind of oh, revamped them and brought them back. So, yeah. Good for the long We long. almost lost them. Man, and now they're the state big mammal. Hey, <laughs> what, do you think the, uh, what do you think the flower is for the state? The petunia? No. 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 <laughs> it is. The it, dandelion. No. I have dandelions all over my place. No, those are just allergy <laughs> inflators. No, uh, it's the blue bonnet. The of blue bonnets are, are beautiful, and so I was looking back at. There's got to be some remarkable, elegant story about why the blue bonnet became the state flower, and I couldn't find it. It was just terribly boring. It was like, well, they're everywhere. And on March seventh of nineteen oh one, the twenty seventh Texas legislator just said, "Okay, now it's law. We need a state flower. That's it. Just make it the blue blue bonnet. Yeah, because they're everywhere." And they're everywhere right now. I mean, mm-hmm. they're beautiful. Everybody goes out. And do y'all ever take a big family selfie with the blue? Not anymore. Person? I mean, we have in the past, but <laughs> it'd be really funny right now. Yeah, our kids are at such an age now. <laughs> <laughs> be awkward. <laughs> really uncomfortable. Everybody going out there and laying in a blue bonnet field. Put on your uh, nice jeans and your <laughs> blue denim shirt. Yeah, go lay in a field of blue bonnets on the side vest. of. It's usually on the side of like I thirty five. It is. <laughs> sell these families out on the interstate. Yeah, so the picture looks like you're out in nature or something, but really, you know, there's like yeah. eighteen wheelers blowing by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like in between like the highway and an exit ramp or yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, that can't be safe. If you take your little baby out and put it in this <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. But no, they are they are beautiful. And they are everywhere right now. And all, I'm talking all over the state. It's really not one of those that is just in one portion or the other. They're everywhere. So yeah, shout out to the blue bond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're, you're told not to mow them. So, like, I had some on my, my place, and I don't mow them. I just let them, you know, die and seed out, and, and then they'll come back the next year. But hmm. if you mow them, then they won't, typically won't come back. Hmm. 
Well, they are intentionally put on those uh, freeways, by the way. Oh. Yeah. And back in the 1930s, the Texas Highway Department started landscaping. I thought it was just those things. providential, and it's manipulated. <laughs> just naturally grow on the side of so sad concrete interstate. <laughs> <laughs> that is so sad now. My image is blown. Uh, they just spray on, like they spray that green, uh, what's that stuff, the grass you can spray? You know what I'm talking about? I do not. Hydra that's, mulch. They got hyd- oh, hydra blue bonnet spray. Yeah. Just, that, that's terrible. Throw it out that's there. That's terrible. All right. Any other ones that you're really keen on? Well, what do you, I mean. The we, state, the we state did peppers, a, the jalapeno. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. It's exciting. We did a whole episode on barbecue, so we don't have to cover that again. I don't Barbecue's think, but awesome. What other food do you think? This is generally associated with Texas. The Big Mac? No. No? No. What? Um, chips and salsa. We said that. <laughs> Tortillas? Is that it? Chili. Oh, chili. Chili. I do love chili. <laughs> I was, Sorry, I was, was going to re- say bean burritos. I was really guessing. I was actually going for it on this. So I thought I was going to. No, chili. Yeah, dang. Sorry. Chili. Texas red chili. Okay. Uh Lyndon B. Johnson was a big fan of Texas Red Chili. He would have it in the White House all the time. Ooh, I read about it. Good for him. And, and chili, uh, you could do an episode just on chili. Oh, we could. We should. Yeah, chili's awesome. That kind of evolved down in San Antonio. Okay, this is where it kind of came. Uh, I don't have a I don't have a reference here, Andrew. I'm just going off of memory. But there was citing uh, Kevin's memory bank. Yeah, it was either some kind of fair down there in San Antonio, or an affair, uh, or no, unfair. just like a street food kind oh, of okay. thing, is where it kind of became popular, and then it kind of spread from there. Are um, you talking about that show that we saw? When they show? were talking about chili, maybe that's where I saw it. Yeah, mm, I do. Love I don't chili. remember. Remember, and then there's that lady in that truck. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think I I think I that's where know. it came from. But, yeah, but what people can but make it is it. the official state dish of Texas. It was recognized as the official state dis, uh, dish of Texas in 1977 again by the you know Texas legislature. I do love chili, but when people put beans in it, no, that's that's and, not right. And when they make it too spicy, yeah. that's that's no good for no, me. No, beans are not in Texas chili. No. Well, they are in a lot that I've eaten, and it that's not that's not. Legit Texas chili. Yeah, me, that's not Texas chili. It then. gives me gastrointestinal <laughs> issues. So I prefer no beans and, you know, that five alarm. I don't like that five alarm where yeah, it's, you know, super too, spicy. too spicy. Yep. I like the two alarm. No. Traditional so, Texas chili is very simple. It's yeah. beef. It's got to be beef. And uh, I like that. You know, chili, chili powder, spices, so no what, beans. Are there any other symbols when you think of Texas? Are there any other just amazing symbols that come to mind? J.R. Ewing. J.R. Ewing in Dallas, yeah. The Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. The Alamo. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Everybody thinks, oh, that's the symbol of Texas. Is you seeing <laughs> scantily clad Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders running around. And then cows, you know, and guys on horses doing rodeo. So we've kind of mm-hmm. hit on. Pickup trucks. Pickup trucks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. Square dancing. That's a state dance. <laughs> is it it's really? It's a state dance. It's the official state dance. Yeah, no no joke. <laughs> but if the mockingbird is the state bird, I wished it would have been the roadrunner. You know, roadrunners are cooler. It's all there is to it. What do you got against mockingbirds? I got nothing. Uh, hey, I'm a big Katniss fan. It's all good. You know, the Hunger Games. I'm good with all that. It's as a mocking jay. I get that, Andrew. Right? Mocking jay. 
What is the difference between a Mockingjay and a Mockingbird? Well, they had to go with Mockingjay on Hunger Games because Mockingbird is copyrighted, and so they couldn't, you know. God how, copyrighted, copyrighted that. God. That was a joke. I know I oh. got it. I was going with you with the God copyrighted, so yeah, I was going with you. I was so slow, I didn't get it. Yeah, but no, I'm... What's I'm the deal fan. with avocado toast? <laughs> I just get that now. Amy, explain that one to me finally. Avocado is a joke. All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening to us. Uh, we've got uh, we've got a few ranch updates, Kevin. I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about ranch updates. So sure. You, anything else on the symbology of Texas? I I can't think of anything else at okay. this point. Well, we really could go like Da Vinci. Oil. We, a lot oil. of people associate oil with yeah, Texas. Oil derricks and all everybody's that. a rich oil person in Texas. That's right. Driving a giant Cadillac with. You yeah. know, giant horns on the hood. That's right. Big belt buckles and all mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah, no, all that. Okay, so yeah, yeah, we could go on and on. I think I think so. It's but it 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 almost goes back to just kind of big. Per, Every, people per, think everything's big in Texas. That's true, but that's perceptions versus symbols. Mm-hmm. So that's I think, true. Anyway, so hey, thanks thanks for being patient with us as we churn through our Texas. Wait, I thought we were doing a ranch update. Symbols, yeah, I am. I'm getting to it. So ranch <laughs> update. There's a there's a ton of ranch updates, and so Kevin, I thought we would highlight some of yours because they're so exciting. So um, there you go. So um, so Kevin, tell us what. what <laughs> Tell us some you of your ranch drop, updates. Don't you? No, That's I your don't. Favorite I don't. Almost better than the SpongeBob laugh. But oh. Tell us your your ranch updates. Oh, we got a few things going on. Yeah, not not a whole lot, but we got a couple things. So uh, we moved the chickens out of the brooder. That's out a big to the deal. Coop. That's a big. It's a big deal. Yeah, Sammy was telling me they're about you know size of a grapefruit or whatever. Yep. They're yep. Some of them are bigger than others. Yeah. Some of them are still little little oh. guys, but they have to be fully feathered. Right, okay. so you got to kind of keep them under a light for four to six weeks. Okay, until they get because when they're babies, they just got the little peach fuzz right. kind of stuff. Right, so they have to be fully feathered, and then the average uh, low temperature outdoors has to be sixty-five on average for about a week. Oh, and so those are the kind of the two things that you look for. Are so we, are we there yet? We did. Yeah, the average temperature for all of last week was I think sixty-six or something. Okay. Yeah, okay, I looked good. that up. So good. I think we're good. Okay. Um, and if it, you know, if it's going to drought, you can, we can always run a light out there to the coop if right. we need to, but I don't, I think. Are the, I, I are the big birds going to pick on them? Big birds are locked out. Oh. So, yeah. So those, uh, rogue, uh, what's the term? Uh, feral, the, yeah, <laughs> the, the feral chickens that yeah. hang around. No kidding. Now they are, they're out. So what you do is you put the babies out into the coop and then they stay inside that coop for another two weeks. They will not free range for oh. a while. Okay. Uh, so those those mama chicks that have been hanging around, they actually uh, roost in the barn next door. Oh. So, yeah, so they won't mess with them. Okay, good. Um, so they'll be out there for a couple of weeks. So we set up a little water thing and some food, and mm-hmm. we'll keep an eye on them. So nice. it's kind of cool. Good. Well, congratulations. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. And then Kinder kicked my butt this morning and said, we got to get the garden going. So awesome. Awesome. I got out my little miniature tiller and started going to town with that. That thing's awesome. So good. So I'm we, jealous of that. Cranked out about one, two, three, four, five raised beds. Good. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll start planting some squash and peppers and tomatoes and good. Uh, jalapenos and all that kind of good stuff. We'll awesome. get rolling here. And then as it gets hotter in the summertime, we'll throw some okra out there. Okra, oh. okra does really, really good when it's hot. 
Okay, so you yeah. don't plant that yet. You you delayed the planting of the okra. I mean, you can. You don't okay. have to, but I just, in my experience, you know, when I've done it before, uh-huh. generally it's super heat is what it likes heat. Right. So it does. You know, when you get to the hot part of summer, I mean, you can grow it now, but you don't get a whole lot. You get more in the summer. Right. And then when you get to the hot part of the summer, a lot of the stuff just doesn't like it, huh. like the heat. So okra is huh. a good thing to kind of keep in the back pocket for oh, summertime. Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck with that. So we'll throw that out there. So. Wow. We'll see. Okay. I do have to build a fence to fence that thing off because I took down the old, I had an old wire fence over there. Yeah. And the horses had just leaned on it. And oh, and pushed it over? The grass. They didn't push it over, but it was just so worn down. It was just ugly. Okay. So I took that thing out. So I'll probably put some panels up to block that off. And okay. Yeah. Get that little thing going. No, so, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Fun stuff. That is good. Well, I've got, I got a few. Um, so on, on our place, the, the big thing on the beekeeping side is that the Denton County Sheriff called twice. Uh, I got two calls mm-hmm. last week on swarms, on bee swarms, because I've called them and I've said, hey, if you've got, um, you know, families that call you and you've got a big swarm out in their front yard, call me or have them call me. And sure enough, two families called me. And um, and do you just suck them into this vacuum cleaner thing and then release them at home? Is that how it works? I've tried that like before. A shop back? I've tried that before and I've done that three times and I've re- tweaked my little vacuum. I think I've got it tweaked now where I could, but I don't like that. Because I've killed the first three that I tried. because First three bees? The first three hives. The entire hives. Yeah, it was basically bee soup <laughs> because the vacuum was up too high. Very delicate bees. No. It, He's well, very sensitive about it. No, no, no. You you have to be very... I mean, so the airspeed was... a bee was, holocaust, man. It was bad. I felt horrible. Some of them, I saved some of them, but most of them, they slam up against the wall of the bucket and they just die. So it was terrible. So I don't do that anymore. <laughs> With what happens here is they, they're in a ball for about four or five days while their scouts are going out looking for mm-hmm. the new home. And so they're just literally sitting. One was about six feet off the ground. One was about 10 feet off the ground. And I just literally get a box and I go up there and I just scoop them. I push the whole ball, ball into the box and if I got the queen there, I can set the box on the ground, and within 15 minutes, the entire ball will go into there because they'll follow her scent. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what happened. And so on both those, I brought them home, and then so here— oh, So wait a second. How do you get the queen into the box? She's in the center of the ball. Yeah. I don't know that she's in there until I see them all move toward her. So I move the bulk of oh, the bolus the of ball, the ball, and I put it and you into stick it the in box. There. And, and you then, just grab it? Uh, I'll, I have a kind of, it's a, it's like a, for your feather duster, I have a very light <laughs> brush and I just brush them all into this box. Oh, wow. So it's actually, they, they no, I thought you used lemongrass or something to smell no, like the queen. That, I've and, got traps set up to attract them. Well, that's a different thing. That's a okay. different deal. These are actual swarms that have already swarmed and they're literally sitting on a tree waiting to find their new home. And so I, I got two of those last week and then I brought them back put them in their new home, and when I move them, literally the next day, and so this happens, sometimes it just happened two, twice in a row for me now. Sometimes they don't take to their new home and they swarm again. Both of these did that to me. Uh-oh. So, and it broke my heart because I found the queen on both of them. And so I had them in their kind of their box, and then I think what I did is I moved them too quick to their new home as opposed to letting them really set up and start laying and all that on their temporary and kind of really a nook box, was which is where I put them. So lesson learned, I'll leave them, I'll leave them in their nook box from now on for hmm. a week or so, and then I'll move them over to a permanent. So, home. okay, so when they started swarming on your property, 
Mm-hmm. What'd you do? Uh, there's nothing you can do. When they swarm, they go. So they're gone. Oh, so they're just gone somewhere? And so those two hives, I caught them, moved them to my, to my place, put them in their permanent home, and then they re-swarmed and left. Both of them are gone. So, so it was a heartbreaker. How did you catch these swarms to begin with then? They were in the balls. Those were the balls, one in Justin. So and they one had in swarmed Paris. somewhere and just arrived at this place, and then they had you yeah. come get them? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened is they'll call the sheriff, the sheriff calls me, and I go get them. Gotcha. So unfortunate, but when I'll get more opportunities because they're swarming like crazy right now. And so I'll, I'll get more calls and I'll go get them. And this time I won't screw up and let them re-swarm. So um, then I do have my own garden update. Um, I've had to replant. Uh, remember, I planted with Kathy and Patrick on the new moon day about five weeks ago, six weeks mm-hmm. ago. And we got down to 33 degrees, never 32 degrees on three separate nights. It didn't freeze or kill the seeds. But what happened was Luke, one of my twins, has that big soldat and a turtle. We put it out. It broke through the chicken run, got into the garden and ate everything. It ate it all. It ate the entire garden. Yeah. So... Not much of a potty mouth, but that was there was some potty mouth words going on <laughs> when I walked out and I saw that turtle with a big fat belly. So this last weekend I tilled it. So you up. just tilled it all up. I tilled it rebooted. all up. I've started now. He didn't get my believe it or not. He didn't get my lettuce and he didn't get my tomatoes. And so I've still got a few beans going, but it's all squat. It's <laughs> awful. So did y'all get this turtle? Because the last time I talked to Luke, he said he couldn't catch the turtle. So, no, we've got him. We've got – so he's out there now, and we went and we totally re-fortified the chicken run. And he he can only go with the chickens in their area and then the chicken run around the perimeter. So he lives like in the chicken area. He lives out there now with them. With the chickens, so so it's it's fine. And then Amy's got apparently she's got uh, there's a first grade class that has seven baby chicks that they've been growing up over the last month or so. And we're yeah, gonna, we're gonna get those at Hilltop. Yeah. Oh, so that's uh, that's didn't mention that. That's, that's cool. sweet. And then um, man, I, we should have had our baby chicks up there growing them up there. That would have been fun. They make our house smell like a barn. Yeah, that would have been fun. When they're in the brooder. So in here. we're about to get those pretty quick. Oh, nice. But then um, on the newly planted garden, and you know what, we need to get some for you too. Kathy and Patrick, they raised these these worms, and um, Kathy brought me yesterday this giant vat of worm poop. And I, she's like fertilizer garden with. Oh me. yeah, I want you, some of that. You look at her garden compared mm-hmm. to mine. Her plants are like two feet tall, and mine were like four inches tall. Yeah. And it's all that worm poop fertilizer. It's so rich. Mm-hmm. And so I put that all down yesterday. So oh, I yeah. hope I'm I definitely just, want some of that. Just the Amazon here pretty quickly. Yeah. In my garden. Awesome. So yeah, and then uh, I do have um, oh a quick update. So Mucho Macho is still there and going. I think he's already kind of impregnated all. 10 heifers. This got awkward. Louie, <laughs> it's only awkward, awkward if you make it awkward. <laughs> Louie, our, our little mini donkey is over with the three Jennies. So it was a trade for Mucho Macho for right. Louie for two months. And so right. that's, we're actually missing Louie pretty bad. We really want him back. And then two nights ago, I went out in the garden and I looked out with a flashlight as we're putting the horses up. And I looked out and I saw eight rats, Ooh. at least eight in the garden. And so Dang, I've, dude, what's so, going on out there? Oh, I thought you killed them all. I, I keep killing them. I keep killing them. And they keep coming back. Where are they back. coming from? I don't know. 
It's the worst year of rats I've ever seen in my life. Wow. And so I did that. I did your your tip on the, the drown bucket. Yeah. I did two giant ones in the garden, and I put that out last night. Did you time. use that video? Yeah. The instructions from that video? Yeah, it didn't work last night, but I'm hopeful for You haven't got anything tonight. yet? I'm hopeful for tonight. So, did you put anyway, peanut butter on there? I did. Yeah. I did. And vegetable oil and cheese and hot dogs. And you name it, I put it on it. <laughs> it's like a buffet. It's there. a buffet. All I want them to do is come up because they'll slip and fall in the water. It's going to be awesome. But they're not making it up? Did you build the little ramps up to the bucket thing? I did. I did. Huh. Yeah, I did I two of them. why it's not working. I don't know. You can come over and check it out. So... Anyway, so that's uh, that's it, and then we started uh, we started doing a little fishing lately. And so last night was our first big fishing, and so did you catch anything? Oh yeah, oh yeah, just hammered them. So Where? Over at Mitch's. Oh, in Mitch's pond. Oh yeah, so <laughs> caught a bunch of little bass out there. So it's fun. Just throw them back. Oh yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. catch and release. No, it's just fun. Just yeah. go out there and catch them. That is so anyway, spring is here in Texas. It is good fun. So, <laughs> anyway, all right. Hey, appreciate y'all listening to us today on our symbols and uh, ranch updates and all that. This so, was a fun one. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. All right. Well, y'all find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker. Leave us a review. Love to hear from you. All right. Have Adios. A great, have a great week. <laughs>